times of this world being unsure, we can be sure. <laughs> because we got Jesus. Amen. There's nothing unsure about our salvation and about where we're at in history. Because God knew it all along. He knew that we would be here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are the only sure thing that we have, God. And if we have you, we have everything. Without you, we have nothing. So I pray that you would just dwell in this place today, that your glory would fill this place, that your presence and your power would fill this place, and that you would be Exalted in this house, you are the one true God. There is none. There is none like you. So we thank you because you're all-powerful, almighty, all-knowing. You are the king. You are seated on high, but yet you're conscious of us, Lord. So I pray that you would have your way, Lord, and you would minister your word through me. That you would interpret, that you would speak a word to everybody that's here today, God. And that you would be exalted. And we thank you, and I pray that the message would be uh, an arrow in our quiver. That we'd be prepared for whatever comes our way. Your anointing breaks the yoke, Lord. So I pray that you would anoint me this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So I spoke with Brother Dan this week and... Uh, you know, as I was speaking to him, I was a little, uh, you know, hesitant about asking this question because you just don't know. But I mean, as as we start, as we spoke more and more, and we're uh, on the same page as far as everything that's going on right now in this world that's passing away. Uh, you know. I, I didn't I wasn't so hesitant anymore and I just told him okay uh, pray about our winter conference <laughs> and he said pray he said I'm not willing to give up the winter conference he said and I said good we won't we'll be having our winter conference in February uh, so thank you Lord you can clap a little harder than that <laughs> so I was, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's what, in about two, 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 three months maybe. But um, 
Yeah, I'm rejoicing. I, I, I mean, no matter what, I'm rejoicing. I'm not, I, I mean, uh, I haven't stopped living. I got to do what I got to do. And, you know, I mean, we do what we need to do. Um, my wife heard, she was watching the news, I think this morning. And she, and she came into uh, where I was at as I was in the Word. She told me, she said, you know, China is uh, injecting their elite forces with, uh, with something that's making their immune system stronger, making them stronger so that they can resist chemical warfare and, and different types of things, uh, you know, and that's, uh, that's something that, that's proven. Uh, Radcliffe came on and said that uh, you could research it yourself. So the, the army... Is, is injecting their soldiers with uh, something that's building up their immunity, making them a stronger army, something that you would see only on like a, a sci-fi movie of some type. But, uh, but that's what's taking place right now. But all I could think of is we have been uh, injected with something that's greater than anything that could ever come our way greater the the we have been uh, implanted the power of the Holy Ghost that lives inside of us. You know, all I know is is uh, I don't know anything else but the power of God. I don't know anything else but the miracles of God. I I'm not you know I I I'm not freaked out about what's going on. What freaks me out more is how the church is reacting to it. I don't freak out on how the world is reacting to it, but all I know is we're a, we're a house full of miracles. And I know that, that the only one that, that has the say-so in our lives and in my life is Christ Jesus, even if, if something touches my body, because I've already been touched by things. And, and uh, all I know is that God has the final say-so. But, but I, I know that I'm, we're not going to stop, and I'm not going to stop. And, and uh, I mean, I, I have one gear in my gearbox, and that's forward, and that's all I can do. And that's what we're going to do. So, <clears throat> you know, as I, was, as I, I have been just seeking the Lord, and, and uh, you know, my prayer has been this, you know, give me 15 more rounds, Lord. And restore the energy of my youth so that I can see this battle through. And, uh, and that's been my, my prayer. I mean, back in, you know, when I was a kid and we'd watch boxing, I think they outlawed it because it was too much. But these, these athletes would go 15 rounds. That's a lot of rounds. And that's a lot of fight. And uh, so I know that, that for me... Um, we're in a fight. And, and uh, for me, as I've seen, and, you know, I, I, I look at, at those even that have been in church, I see that the enemy wants to snuff out the believer or those that even have, have tasted the good, goodness of God. I see many that have been in church that are, that, that are not in church anymore and weren't in church even before this. So I have a burden, and I'm praying for those that have, uh, maybe backed away or backed off or, or whatever because I know that these are desperate times and, uh, and I want to see 
the salvation of the Lord come, and I want to see people walking in the fullness. <clears throat> because it'll be those who endure to the end that will be saved. So endurance is a big thing. So um, that's where I'm at right now. And, uh, and I'm going to continue to move forward in that. This world has always been falling apart. There has been, we've seen it. I mean, I, I, you know, as I read about the, the men in the Bible, the mighty men of God, the, even the mighty women of God, they stood in times where they, they, they resisted. They, there was so much uh, uh, resistance for the message, but yet they, they resisted and, and uh and they stood, and they didn't care, and they were, some were martyred, some of them were killed because of the faith. Some of them have, have stood, and, and I'm not going to disrespect what they did by backing off, because they have stood, and they stood for something they believed in, and, and I'll tell you that we're going to stand for what we believe in, no matter what. I, I, I understand this, and no matter what comes my way, I'm going to continue to preach the, the gospel. It doesn't matter if I were to continue to have the title of pastor or not. That's not my identity. My identity is I'm a child of the Most High, and that's who I am. I'm a minister of the gospel. I don't need a title attached to it. We've never wanted a title. We never asked for a title. But for us, it's about the gospel, and it's about safeguarding what God has given to us and protecting it and standing for it and not backing down. And, and I'm not going to back down. So we, we understand, you know, the, the, the times that we live in, and we understand the fight that we're in. The fight, it's not, it's, the fight might be a little more intense, but it's the same enemy, and it's the same fight. It's just, you know, we want to make sure that uh, people are, are engaged in the battle. So I want to tell you, do not fear. Don't be afraid. Don't... You know, don't worry. It's, I mean, you're, you're, you're going to be fine. Your kids are going to be fine. One thing that I've seen about this uh, plague is that you know, a 99-year-old grandmother uh, got symptoms, but I don't know that they were so severe that, you know, whatever. But I, it seems like those that I know that are in Christ have been able to come, you know, that I've known. And I'm not saying this is anything has to do with faith or anything, but they've, they've stood and God has seen them through. But I, I just, I remember um, the testimony that was spoken over here several years ago. And the, and the testimony was, was basically this, uh, to live is Christ and to die is gain. I remember Molly when she was diagnosed with, uh, with, with, with cancer and pronounced over her. She, she said, I'm going to fight it. But uh, uh, it's a win-win situation. <laughs> if I live, I win. If I die, I win. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, you know, I'm gonna win no matter what, and I want us all to win. Amen. Doesn't matter what comes our way, we're gonna win. Uh, we're, we we've been set on the on the side that's already won. So f to us, uh, that that's that's where I'm at, and I'm uh, I'm more and more and more in love with Christ, and, and like I say, Lord, give me give me 15 more rounds. And restore my, my body, restore, renew my body, re refresh my body. And he is, and he's doing it. So let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> amen. <laughs> let's get ready to rumble, amen. That's where we're at. So with that understanding, we know that, that uh, 
that the miracles of God, I look around me and I see the miracles of God. I, 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 can't, I can't doubt or deny the miracles of God and I can't let a, a, a gloomy society or a gloomy outlook uh, consume me with any kind uh, of fear or, or try and steal my joy. Because what's happening is uh, the joy of the Lord is, is being uh, stolen from us if we're not careful. And after a while, we're so much in worry and so much in concern that, that we're, all we're thinking about is that, you know, I, I've, I, I know people that, that have, you know, that have uh, maybe underlying issues, sicknesses, illnesses, that's not, there, it's not theirs, but maybe it's something plaguing their body. I have something that's plaguing my body, but I never focus on it, ever. I don't ever focus on it. I don't even focus on how I feel. I don't focus on any of that. Because I'm going to focus on Christ. And I, and, and, and I, and I, hey, I have compassion for those that are sick. But I, I'll tell you one thing. When their sickness rules their lives, then their sickness becomes bigger than God is. And that can become a potential problem. Because everything is based upon that fear. But for me, I, I've decided and I said, okay, Lord, if that's something that has Taking place in my life, I'm not having lost focus of the vision. I haven't lost focus of you. I'm going to see it through, and I'm going to move, and I'm going to do what I got to do. So let's take a look at, I'm going to read a few scriptures, and then I'm going to, I'm going to talk quickly. Uh, you don't have to turn there. I'll read it and then give you the, the passage. I just want to uh, think back and remember. It says, on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture says, has streams of living water. Uh, he said, streams of living water will flow from within him. So uh, what I understand is in, 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 uh, in, in a world where there's uh, murky water coming forth, there's streams of living water that's coming out of the house of God. There's streams of living water that's coming out of you. There's streams of living water that, that have been made available to us. God has not tapped into every single gift that he has in our lives. And he's preparing us for something greater. There's something greater that lies ahead. So don't forget about the power of God. Don't forget about the healing hand of God. Don't forget about who you are in Christ. It's time to rise up. It's time for the church to rise up and to hold on to the Lord because, hey, we got to fasten our seatbelts because we're going full speed ahead, amen? We can't, we can't afford to, to, to lag behind. We can't afford to stay behind. But I know we have an enemy, and we got to fight for others. We got to fight for others whose, whose faith is weak. We got to fight for those that are, that, that, are, that are living in fear right now. We got to stand and we got to fight. Look, I don't know what all is going to happen after this shaking, but what I do know is this. I'm going to be standing when the dust settles. Amen. You're going to be standing when the dust settles. I mean, that's what I do know, and that's what I am reassured of. Let me read another scripture just so we have some perspective. I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will do what I have been doing. He will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask. I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Son may bring glory to the Father. You may ask for anything 
in my name and I will do it. Is that a, is that a promise from the Lord? What is our responsibility in that? Asking. What are we asking for right now? Our responsibility is, is just merely to ask what, you know, in agreement with, with what he already wants to do. And his answer will manifest itself and we'll see, uh, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the, we'll see God's glory. Uh, you know, I myself, I feel a, a heavy weight. <laughs> but I'm telling you what, it's not my weight to carry. It belongs to the Lord. I know that, you know, I, I feel a, a lot of, well, we're unsure, we're unsure about this, we're unsure about that. I'm going to tell you something, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. God's going to see it through. Do not worry about it. You know, and, and um, stand, fight, you know, do, do whatever you got to do so that God can be glorified. When we hit the streets last week, I, I was invited to go hand out uh, sandwiches. Uh, you know, Gary had an idea, and, and he invited. I said, sure, let's go, you know, to, to the homeless. Well, what do you think is the first thought that comes into our mind? Honestly. That's the thought. What, what, did God plant that thought, you think? or Yeah, well, I mean, that's the first thought everybody. I think whenever we're called to, to either pray for somebody or come in, in contact with somebody, that's our thought. What if? You know, I mean, what if we approach somebody that has COVID with a sandwich? <laughs> and we're doing the work of the Lord. Maybe we shouldn't do it. But that, that's where everything is at right now. That's where, but I mean, I, I, you know, I, wherever I go, I, I'm going to tell you, my life has not changed much other than going out to eat. And that really bothers me, you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, a lot, okay, a lot. <laughs> I mean, not that I mind my wife's cooking or, or you know. Friends have us over or whatever. You know, I better, man, that was close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> but I mean, even at that, shortages of groceries at the store. Well, I mean, it is weird. Uh, the price of meat has gone up. Though I mean, look at this. It's like a, like a panic. I don't know if it's a pandemic or a panic. But, uh, yeah. But, but I'll tell you. You know, I mean, no matter, I'm still going to work the way I did. I, I, that hasn't, in fact, you know, in a way, it's been like uh, more prosperous. Every, every People that are staying home want things done at their house. You know, all of a sudden they're looking at the lights. <laughs> all of a sudden they're looking at the plugs. All of a sudden they're looking at an addition. All of a sudden they're, you know, they're making home improvements. My life has not changed that much. You know, I don't go to as many places as I do. I mean, well, I'll tell you what, when I go to Lowe's or, or a Home Depot or Santa Fe, whatever, you know, I, right now, you know, you have to wait in line, but people are still there. They're in the hustle and the bustle. It's, you know, so, uh, you know, whatever normal is to us, it's, not, it's never been the normal of the world. And if we're depending on the world's normal to be our normal, then we're in trouble. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm abnormal. I don't fit out there. 
I do what I got to do in this world, but I, I, I mean, I, don't, I, I tried to fit out there when I first met the Lord. And, and, I, and I had a, a, se- a season of not knowing God, so I wasn't necessarily backslidden, but I just didn't know the Lord. And I, there was, in, you know, I became like a, a double-minded Christian. And, and so a closet Christian, if you will. And, and it was like, you know, where do I fit? Do I, don't, I don't quite fit out in the world anymore. And right now I'm not really fitting into Christianity. But where do I fit? So more and more I started fitting into Christianity because I allowed him to create that new creation within me. Pushing out the old huh? and, and, and giving me the revelation of the new. So those are the miracles I know. I can't, I can't stop. If you would have seen me before. You guys would have freaked out, man. I mean, I, I was just a mess. If God can deliver me from all those drugs, and I mean, that was like, a, I don't know if you're familiar with the term goloso. What does that mean? Yeah, yeah. Almost like a, yeah, a greedy, almost like a, like a I mean, I don't want to use this in any way, take it the wrong way, but almost like a pig. Okay, thank you, Lord. Thank you, sister. So you just want it. You start hogging everything around you. That's the way that I was with, with the drugs. A mess. Looked like, the, like hopeless, man. If God can pull me out of that, and he has me here right now, and he has you here, what were you? Maybe some of you weren't as bad as I was. Probably a lot of you weren't. But you were still a sinner. You were far from God. You were in need of a Savior. And I'll tell you what. You responded to the Lord. And you responded to the Lord. And guess what he did? He saved you. You're part of his strategy and part of his plan for this time. Don't think of yourself as any less. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, because of time's sake, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into what I wanted to get into uh, I'll read some more scripture next week on, on what I'm wanting to get into next week. But so as I see even, you know, many things that are going on around us, I, you know, I, I got a, a, a Gary sent me a, a video and it's, it's hand in hand with what I'm, I've been talking about. It, it's, it's, it's apostasy, false religion. So I see the enemy is taking full opportunity in presenting uh, a false religion at this time so that there will be apostasy as far as the church is concerned, believing in things that are false. Uh, 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 because he said this, in the last days, there will be false prophets. You'll be deceived. You'll be, you know. So for me, it's more about, about seeing it through. I, I'm glad that Jason gave that word because it goes hand in hand with what, what the Lord spoke to me. I, as, as, I was, as I was thinking about uh, you know, even about Jesus, he saw it through. He did, he, man, every, I mean, all of the governmental, the, everything was going against him at the time. The church, the Roman Empire, everything was against him. In fact, the Roman, uh, 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 Pilate in a way was, well, em- embraced him more than the church did. You know? He, I mean, he wanted to set him free, but he feared man. But, but I'll tell you what, 
you know, we can never get to the point where we're afraid of what will happen to us. I'm not saying we got to be foolish, but somebody's got to stand. Somebody's got to stand to the end. And I can't do it away from what's taking place in the things of God. We got to stand and we got to see it through. You know what? Look, look at look at Saul of Tarsus, man. He was part of a, a a religious group that wanted to snuff out the church, till he became part of it. So much resistance. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Don't be afraid of the resistance that we're gonna face, because the resistance we're gonna face is gonna be worse than the pandem- pandemic we're going through. This is nothing compared to what's coming. But that's all right. He who stands firm to the end will be saved. So disciple your children. Teach them the ways of the Lord. Stand firm in the Lord. Do not show them fear because you have nothing to fear. Sometimes we fear what's going on around us more than we fear God himself. And wisdom is snatched right out from under us whenever we allow that to take place. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. When we're fearing everything else but not God, then wisdom has been taken. So everything else starts to present itself in a deceptive way. And when that deception uh, comes in, it starts to produce something within us called doubt. And when that doubt is produced, it starts to devalue what the Bible should mean to us. And when the Bible or the truth becomes devalued, then it's easier to believe the lie. So this, this word of truth has to be more valuable to us and we'll do anything not only to uphold it, but to live it, to speak it, to profess it, to proclaim it, in order that this world that is so deceived can at least hear something that's truth. Because all they hear is lies day in and day out. You turn on the TV, all it, much of it is lies. Deception. Uh, subliminal hidden messages. <laughs> but yet we walk out into a corrupt world and that's what we see. The teachers that are teaching your, your children, what are they teaching? I mean... I know that, that, that a couple of the kids have told me about their teachers and, and how their teachers are, are, are anti-Christian completely. Planting a, trying to plant a deceptive seed and your kids need prayer right now because they're gonna, some of them are going to be vocal and some of them need to stand up and be vocal. It's not a disrespect, it's taking authority. Because maybe someone might have authority in the natural, but us as believers have authority in the supernatural. It's an authority that has been delegated to us. An authority that's been handed over to us. And and I'll tell you, 
and, and I'm, I'm included in this, we haven't done a very good job of standing in authority because we take a look at what's going on around us and, and, and we see even our nation or this world crumbling. It's, it's immersed in, in, in sin, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, sexual immorality. That's so common now. I remember uh, years and years, you know, when, when, when you know, young, young guys and young girls guarded it. They guarded their, they, 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 they saw their body as something that was special to the Lord. It wasn't so easily given up. And anymore there's a, a type because it represented covenant. It represented covenant, blood covenant. That's what marriage represented. And I, and I don't want to get too deep into that, but there was covenant. Where is our covenant? Who is our alliance to? What? I, I, you know what? I mean, I, I love our country, but I pledge allegiance to the Lord. That's who I'm allied with. That's, that's who, who, I, who, who I have allegiance with. That's, that's who I'm standing with. So I need that strength to see it through. I need that strength to follow through. Watch, there's been many promises that have been spoken over my life, and many of them haven't been fulfilled. Uh, you know, I know Jason talked about an old car. I, I mean, you know, that, that's one thing about a car. When you get it, for those of you, I mean, I don't know how many. I know, I know uh, there's a couple that have restored cars in here. But one thing, when you get it, you don't see the car with a hole in the window in it. You don't see that fender that's all uh, uh, wrecked into. Or you don't see the, the, the problem on it. What you see is the finished product. Nobody else can see it. I remember we, when, when you know, one of our, our vehicles, we came, I brought it from California, and there was a humongous hole in the window. And we, were, and, and we drove it around like that with a hole in the convertible top window. And it was cool. I liked it. I mean, you know, it was like, I didn't see the hole in the window. I saw the finished product. But that's exactly like what, what was, what was spoken from up here. God sees the finished product. He starts what he, he finishes what he starts. The good work in you will be completed if you let him. There's been too many that haven't let him. But I'll tell you, those who stand firm to the end will be saved. The finished product. Finished in Christ. So, that's what I say. Word has been spoken over me, and I'm sure word has been spoken over you. So uh, uh, I see the finish of it. I, I really don't see this right here, even though I do, and I have a responsibility to it. But I don't see it as something that's going to be bogging me down or stopping me from moving forward or stopping the church or stopping you from moving forward. I just see it merely as a, a, a time, a space and time where we're moving through, but yet the finished product 
will happen because I know and I have confidence in my God. So his church will pull through. His church will come through it. His church will come through it. Guess how? A renewed virgin. Purified. With the right mindset and the right heart. See, Satan thought he, he had won. He thought he had won. He thought, you know what? Jesus is dead. <laughs> he thought when Jesus went to the cross, you know what? The church is going to become a harlot now. A prostitute. But he, he, he didn't know that God was raising up people. I look at even the, 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 the people that have stood, even those, this, this church, this church and, and every evangelical church or whatever, you, a Protestant, whatever you want to call it, uh, 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 you know, came out of, of that one man uh, uh, years and years ago in Los Angeles on Azusa Street. That's what it was birthed out of, the Azusa Street Revival. That's where most of the, if you, church, if you look back at the history of the American church right now, you'll see it going back to there. What do you think they thought about this man? There was, if, if we thought there was prejudice now, he was a black man with one eye. He was blind out of one eye. Do you imagine what was spoken about him? Do you imagine the, the naysayers and everybody that went by when, you know, just speaking negativity, you know, what, what about the authorities? What about, what about those that, that, that resisted the truth back then? What about, what about all that? But there happened to be a man who would stick his head into a milk crate and pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. And, pray. and out of that was birthed a mighty move of God. He didn't listen to any naysayers. He didn't listen to anything. Where's the move of God? Where's the church? Who's standing? Who's seeking? Who's desiring? Revival looks impossible right now. A move of God even looks impossible. But God is a God of impossibilities. And he's a God who raises up men and women. Who would just believe. Who would just stand. Who would just desire. Who would just pray. Who would serve and who would seek the Lord. Those that would say, I'm going to be passionate about, uh, about the things of God. I'm going to see it through. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And it doesn't matter what naysayers say because there will always be... Um, I've experienced many of them and continue to do so. You've experienced many. But I'm telling you, he who stands firm to the end will be saved. It's not about being shaken by anything other than the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> shaken by the power of God. Shaken by the, by, by the Holy Ghost. 
So as I look back to the things that have not yet been fulfilled, and the enemy would try and tell me, oh, it hasn't happened yet. Look, look at you, look at this, look at that. Because that's what he, that's what he uh, specializes in. Where's your God now? Some of you are standing for something. Some of you have stood for your marriage. Some of you are standing for a marriage. Some of you are standing for a son, for a daughter, for uh, whatever you're standing for. And the enemy comes in, look, you've been praying already 10 years. Where's your God now? Where is he? Where is he? But I'm telling you what, if God spoke it, he's going to see it through. If God spoke it, he's going to see it through. What has God spoken to you? He's going to see it through. What has God told you? He's going to see it through. What has God said to you? He will see it through. He's not done yet. Stand firm to the end. Don't let any, anything come in and distract. Don't let anything come in and, and destroy as I look back in a brief history, uh, you know, as I look back on David, you know, I mean, he was up in the, in the hill country uh, watching, tending the sheep or whatever. Could you imagine? I mean, and, and, and here's the man of God come to anoint somebody king over, over Israel at the time, and, and he's tending sheep. He doesn't even know the man of God is there. He's too busy talking to his sheep. I don't know. How many of you talk to your animals? You know? And, and, and I mean, and they keep, yeah, yeah, I mean, I tell you, you know, and, and like if they understand. And I'll tell you, they do understand one thing. They understand when I'm happy and they understand when I'm, when I'm mad, you know, about them doing something, you know. No, you know, then they'll, you know. But, you know, I'm there talking, you know, having a, you know, probably if people heard the conversations we had with our animals, they'd probably freak out, you know. <laughs> But here's the, imagine that. He was alone with his sheep so often, he named them. You know, he called them by name. That's what a shepherd did. Called them by name. He could spot them out. They all look, to me, sheep all look the same. But I'll tell you what, to him, he named them. He could see what they, who they were. And he would call them by name. And all of a sudden, he's anointed king over, over Israel. I mean, he doesn't even know what's going on. He's a, you know. Ruddy is what they said. See, God is looking for some character on the inside. What is your character? What are you made of? What are you made of right now? Are you made of what God, that, that creative power that God has, he made you and he set you in place? And, 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 and we're bogged down with everything else in our lives that has not made sense. Maybe things that have hurt us, maybe things, maybe even in Christianity, things that have happened to us, maybe unforgiveness, maybe all these things. Man, little do we know that it's getting in the way. Maybe it's compromise, maybe it's sin, maybe it's whatever it is. But man, I, I am, I'm one of those two. I'm going to finish strong. I'm going to finish strong. It, the, 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 you know, whether this church or, or, or any other, whatever happens to any denomination or any church, that doesn't determine whether I finish strong or not. People don't determine my finishing strong or not. 
They can judge whether I'm finishing strong or even going ahead in strength. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to finish strong. Look, so here's David. And all of a sudden, there's something spoken over his life. Years go by, 15 years before it even came to pass, he did some things. He was, I mean, many times he looked and wondered where God was at. But graduation time came. So I hope you're preparing your graduation time to the next level. I, 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 hope, you're, I hope you're ironing your, uh, what do you call that, um, your, your, your gown. Your gown and getting your cap ready. Because graduation time is coming. You know, I, 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 the other day, it was my mother-in-law's birthday. And I said, man, we've been through a lot together. So I've already known you for uh, almost 40 years. And she, and, and she freaked out, really? 40 years? She said, well, we graduated college together. <laughs> and we did. Us three, you know. And, and it was like, wow, you know, there was graduation time. It, it, was, it was really what it, what it was. was it, was it was a moment in life, uh, I would say even a pivotal moment in our lives. You know, like a mile marker. You got to look at these times. This time that we're living in is just a marker. But there's greater things that are coming. This is not it. You're not too old. You're not too young. You're not too ugly. You're not too pretty. I thought I'd just say that. You're not too big. You're not too small. And I'm talking to myself, amen? It's not about what we look like on the outside. Sometimes that's been a problem, our outside appearance, or trying to fit in with an outside appearance. That doesn't even matter to God. <laughs> what matters is on the inside. I have a lion in the inside of me, the lion of the tribe of Judah lives inside of me. And that, that lion is ticked off right now. Because I see uh, how the enemy wants to come in and destroy the faith of the believer. And it's bothering me. And I don't like it. Because, and I'm not saying in reference to me, but I mean, I, I, I went to a, uh, it wasn't even a service of viewing this week of, of, of someone that had passed that we knew. But as I was at that viewing, there were people there that used to come to this church and have not been in over here in years. And they haven't been in another church either. And I started to, my heart started to break because I started thinking, how many people does the enemy have bound into thinking that they can't come to a place of receiving what's rightfully theirs as far as Christ is concerned. So right now I'm just, and you can agree with me, that God would bring his people back to him, whether it's here or another church or whatever. But that they would respond to the Lord in a way that they would say, you know what, Lord, you know, I'm going to listen to the truth. Let's stop there.
So there, there are certain things that I believe need to be broken and that we need to stand for. I'm going to talk about this word more next week. But there have been certain things that, that, that maybe people have given up or maybe uh, certain areas that they've lost their rights to as far as, as, um, as far as Christ is concerned because of certain actions that we've taken. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll put it this way, okay? Where I live, we have water rights. We have neighbors that don't. Somewhere along the way, they gave up their water rights. You know, there was a legal action that they took and they gave up their rights. Well, there's been certain things through maybe uh, uh, things that we have partaken in or things that, 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 uh, that we've done as believers that have allowed this word. You can look it up. We've given the enemy legal obligation over them. I'm going to tell you what that means later, but I'm just planting a seed right now, okay? Legal obligation that needs to be broken. So in other words, we're bound to something not even knowing it because we've spoken something or we've done something that has kept us bound. And really by bound, I mean we don't even know we're bound, but it renders us powerless in certain areas. So through being powerless in those areas, then, then we lose certain uh, effectiveness in certain areas because of things that we've done and we have not either been aware of them and repented of them or, or, or maybe we haven't understood it and, and we said, well, what, it, what the church always says, God's grace, God's a forgiving God anyways. We could do whatever we want, but, you know, God's grace is greater than that. It's, a, uh, uh, it, it's under the blood. Well, they are, uh, it is under the blood, but I'm going to explain it a little better next week. So I want you to be praying because I believe that God's going to be breaking something uh, uh, even next week. But this week, what I want you to think about is this. What has God spoken over my life that has not been fulfilled yet? Maybe some of you need a word. Maybe some of you need uh, a seed. Maybe some of you have not received a word from the Lord and you need it. So if that's you, I want you to come up here. If you're at a place where you haven't fulfilled it and it looks like an impossibility, but yet you want to see it through, I want you to come up here. And this is why, because I believe there's an anointing on it. I'm not, I'm not just saying anything out of me. I'm saying it out of Christ. Out of the Holy Ghost.